Okay, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, so, with uh, having received that final parting message from Queen Valus, you all took a moment to stand in the Hall of Dragon Skulls as um, Aranak took some time to go through each one of them and pay his respects. This would take about an hour. An hour? So a lot of skulls. So bit. Um... But eventually you, you finish and everyone can take a short rest if they wish. Um, but yeah, at this point, um, some guards would enter into the room. Heroes, um, we have received instructions from King Acastus to escort you from the palace. Uh, he said that you were dismissed some time ago. Uh, am I finished at this point? Yeah, you've just finished. Well, I did I have any jogging of memories? Unfortunately, no. Okay. <clears throat> we were just paying our respects to the dragons. Yeah, and I was unaware that being dismissed meant that we were kicked out of the castle, uh, the palace. You are welcome to wander the city as as you wish. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank uh, you very yeah. much for your hospitality. We shall be leaving. Yes, if you would follow me. I will get right next, right up next to him. Uh, at this point, there are actually some footsteps um, behind the guards, and you see someone enter the room. Um, it is Condrus, the priest of Lutheria. <clears throat> Allow me, guards. I will escort them out. No, it's okay. Rather you did. The guards just nod and, and walk away. Now it starts sprinting for I... the next exit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no malice or hostile intent towards you, heroes. I thought maybe we might speak a while, though. Just on a walk to the exit of the palace. Far away. With that, he, he walks and motions for you to follow. <laughs> I see good weather has blessed us once again. I assume your efforts were not in vain. Yeah, good assumption. So, the gods paid a price, it would seem. A pity. I am quite confident that if given the right motivation, our Queen of Dreams could have convinced Sidon to withdraw his wrath. But you are the heroes, and it was your choice. Is there a point to this? I just simply wish to get a good look at you all. I have unfortunately lacked the uh, experience that my colleague Gaius has had with you all. And he takes a good moment and just sort of looks at you all in turn. I must say your reputation certainly precedes you here in Mitros. 
you are all revered as heroes. And rightly so, you are heroes after all. Tell me, will you be partaking in the games? I turn to the group. Well, what yeah. do we think? I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, very good. I will be in attendance as well. I will not be participating myself. But I hear that um, Gaius is putting forwards a champion. Himself, I hope. <laughs> he would never be so bold. But... I could say that perhaps our interests might align, in a way. Okay, I'm listening. We serve forces that oppose each other, but it is not to say that we cannot help one another. Between Gaius and myself, you could understand that, naturally, we are, whilst technically allies, competing with one another to win the favour of our masters. You would be doing me a great service if you ensured that Gaius's champion, well, <clears throat> let's just say there are rules in place to ensure people do not come to mortal harm, but accidents happen. I think you would not have any qualms with ensuring that one who worships Sidon would die, and if such an accident were to occur, it would benefit me greatly. And it would benefit you, one less worshipper of Sidon in the world, no? How exactly does it benefit you, then? Can I insight that as well? That is for me to know, and really of little interest to you. Well, I mean, you're asking we do you a favor. I mean, you're oh, saying no, that no, I'm no. saying... I, I would certainly pay you handsomely. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You see, you may wonder why the cult of Lutheria is tolerated in the city when... I am not unwise as such that I do not see that we have such a poor reputation. We are the primary source of wine to the city and the primary source of entertainment in the form of uh, the patronage we provide to the houses of flesh. I'm sure. You see... On the surface, people oppose us, but in their true nature, the city could not do without us. And it is by appealing to those vices that we have considerable influence in the form of wealth. And I could share some of that with you. Ignore that. Okay, well, I'm not going to accept right away, but if... Uh... If Gaius's champion was to happen to be dead, then you'll know my answer. Perfect. And of course, I trust word of this will not leave our oh, ears. Of course. Of course. Good. If you succeed, then when you look to retire this evening to a room, 
I would suggest that you seek out a particular tavern. Ah, oh, this is... Head to the Stygian Row. It is a street in the center of the city. Here, you would find the, the Satyr's Tale. It is right across the road from one of the flesh houses I mentioned that we provide patronage to, the, the Siren's Roost. Ask for the room with the sea view. Inside, if you are successful in my request, you will find a valuable reward waiting for you. Okay. I pass her a quill and a piece of paper. What is this? Put the um, figure on there. In my line of work, I make a habit of leaving no trace of my dealings. Well, it is a number, not a signature. I can speak if you wish to know the number. I nod. Two thousand gold pieces. Meh. Yeah. Four thousand, if you make it very embarrassing and very painful. Is that each or in total? In total. Fine. I want you to embarrass the cult of Cider. Knock okay. him down a few pegs. Seemed genuine. Um, with your inside check, you got no idea. Kind of creepy, kind of hard to read. Why can um, can yes. Uh, okay, this sounds this sounds good uh, so far. Now, can I ask for a little sliver of information as a gesture of good faith to us, and we'll make it embarrassing for you? We have about thirty seconds before we reach the door, so I very small, quick. very small bit of information. Where does Gaius live? You might find him at the Order of Sidon's headquarters in town. It's very hard to miss. I'm sure it is. Thank you very much. We will not be speaking again unless uh, it is on a public level. So, with all due respect, I would wish you all good tidings, but that is not in my best interest. So... I wish you all the best of luck with causing a horrible and brutal death to the champion of Sidon. Have a great day. One quick question before you leave. He opens the door. <clears throat> um, Gaius, is there any important details about him that we should know for this? Well, just to know important details, it's always a benefit to know one's enemy. Um, as we exit the palace, as we get a good, a good, you know, walk down the road, mm -hmm. uh, away from any prying gears from the palace. Well, as you oh. leave the palace, actually, um, so, it's at this point. Um, 
you realize that as you're walking down the steps to the palace, people everywhere are watching you with great interest. You hear excited chatter among the crowds, people saying things like, it's the Oracle's chosen ones, the heroes of the heartlands. They've come to Mitros to save us from the Titans and stuff to that nature. As you're reaching the bottom of the steps at this point, several merchants approach you, um, expressing gratitude for the work that you've done to make the road safer to travel. Um, and as sort of the news of your presence spreads, more and more admirers begin to crowd around you to the point where your progress through the city streets is sort of slowed to a crawl more than anything. It is a very welcome break from the, the, the sort of feelings that you had in Astoria. Here, the people seem to love you. Time to change that. Is it is it mostly towards Gwen and Aranak, or is it all of us? All of you. Ah, nice. It wasn't okay. just us that helped get rid of the storms. The gods played their part too. Five have not abandoned this city nor its people. People seem to hang on your every word, listening to what you have to say. Believe um, in them, as you believe in us. You hear the sounds of a uh, running set of footsteps behind you all, as well. Before you can react, however, you notice that the, the, the crowds actually part way as the source of the noise dashes past you. It's a live young man carrying a torch. He runs for about another block or so before he then hands the torch to another runner, who yeah, immediately takes off in the same direction. <laughs> and it seems like a few people gather around the first runner and sort of congratulate him, and laughter and shouting fills the air now alongside all of the, the calls and cheers for the, the heroes. The great games are beginning! They're going again! We can begin. The weather has cleared. Um, the runner, sort of, as he's speaking with his friends, notices you guys sort of staring, and he, he walks over. You must be the great heroes of the prophecy, no? Yeah, like I wouldn't that. say we were great, but we're doing our best. I think I just lagged out there. Um, <laughs> he says... Are you going to be taking part in the games? Of course. We wouldn't miss it for the world. Fantastic. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be going there now if you, if you want to come with me. Sure. Turn to the rest of the group. What do you say, guys? Um, Is there any specific amount of number of people that can enter the games? Well, normally people have to qualify, but I assume being heroes of the prophecy, they'll... They won't. I think they'll just let you in anyway. What kind of events are there? Oh, it's a many-day event. Um, uh, we would need to refer to the, uh, the, the 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 board. Yes, the the board of 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 the games that are planned for today. But it's it's the first day. The biggest. What's your day. name? Um. Um. It's a very interesting <laughs> name. Very Thalian. <laughs> Canon. 
Anna now. His, his name's uh, Um. I fucking just went off the page, you fuck. Um, um, A-U-R-M. My name's Colkian. Colkian. Good to meet you. Lead the way, we'll follow you. Of course. And he starts walking. Was this guy the guy that's just finished running in that relay? It's not a, a relay. He was carrying what seems to be some sort of symbolic torch. Like a literal lit torch, which he handed off to someone. Yeah, this is the, the guy Olympic. that was running in that. Yeah, okay. It's the Olympic torch, mate. Take us there. Oh. Um, I look down. I offer out a hand. You must be um, exhausted, my good man. Oh, I've been training for this for quite some time. Well, would you like a ride? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I pop him onto my shoulders. You point, I'll go. <laughs> okay. He, with that, he, he hops up onto your shoulders and he, he points ahead. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, let me put you guys onto a map of the city. Hmm. To the games. I start doing like that cliche sort of trumpeting as I'm going like that. Ah, oh, noise cancellation stopped it. Fuck. <laughs> He's gonna stare at this fucking dog. Just chilling. <laughs> this cat. I can stack him headphone more. You naughty little. Oh! Got some where's collar back. The, where's the uh, Colosseum, Charles? Right next to the palace, isn't it? Oh, oh that's a trek and a half. My little legs can't get there. It's there, isn't it? next door. Uh, this. No, it's not. You gotta go down these stairs. Actually, no. Oh, oh what? No. Uh, no. So, first of all, where did I put the fucking... Where did I put the Colosseum? Where did I put that Colosseum? Where did I put that bloody Colosseum? No, where did I put your... Oh, is that, an is that an amphitheater? You guys are actually led. My Up TV here. downstairs turned on. Up to the mountains. Spooky. Yeah, so, you follow um, a trail, which basically takes you... Beacons are lit. The go games are called to aid. Wiggins <laughs> are lit. Condor calls for aid. Um, are taken up to the northernmost part of the city, uh, and actually up what looks to be a, a almost like a, a winding mountain trail that leads up the Mount Vulcan itself. Um, many other people are are traveling along this trek, but. They sort of part ways as you guys walk up um, yourselves, uh, you know, recognizing the heroes of the prophecy and even more excited in the prospect that they seem to be either looking to attend the games or maybe even take part. People are sort of excitedly discussing this between themselves. Um, eventually, you reach the peak of um of the path um it looks as if this is sort of like an area of um ground which has been converted into a small 
coliseum-like uh, thing. Um, a wide sort of circle of, of sand is uh, standing in the center as, as you guys sort of um, approach it. You can almost look down on it. It's like um, there's a dip in the peak of the, the mountain where the coliseum has been built into in such a way that allows people to watch even without actually going into the main structure itself. They could sit along the sort of ridge tops and, and watch, making it even more accessible to a wider audience. But you follow the trail and uh, you, you head up to the, the sort of gate that leads into the Colosseum. Here you can see there's sort of a point where the, the path splits off. So there's some stairs that lead up into what you assume to be sort of like the observer's section. And then there's a main set of gates with some, you know, guards standing there. And a guy who seems to be seated down at a desk with a, a ledger. Um, the guy who was on your shoulders, he sort of gets down off of your shoulders at this point. Um, and, and points towards the guy with the ledger. All of you to assume I'll lay him off. <laughs> well, unless you stop him. Uh, he points right. to the guy with the ledger and sort of says, like, um, that's the guy you'll need to speak to. Um, I need to go upstairs. I'm, I'm going to be watching. Uh, but best of luck. I'll be rooting for you. Thank you kindly. Enjoy the games. I absolutely will if you guys are taking part. Wait. And as he says that, there's like, Wait. people are like, they're taking part? Oh my god. Um, I give this man five gold. He takes it. Thank you. That's incredibly generous of you. Thank you for your assistance. With that, with a nod. He heads up to the observer's section. <clears throat> you guys find yourselves standing in front of the entrance to the Colosseum. So, I've been meaning to uh, talk to you all, actually, about uh, what we discussed on the way out of the palace. How do we all feel about that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Gwen, Thalmir, Green... What are we talking about? The offer that was made to us as we exited the palace. Right. Yay or oh, nay? The embarrassing assassination. Keep your voice down. Hmm? Oh. That's a strong <laughs> um, word. I... do it, I'd have preferred to have had a... a rest and prepare different spells for it, but... We can sign up for games tomorrow. That depends when uh, Sidon's champion's going to be. True. Is oh, there... Well, I just want to know, are we in or not? Like, are we doing it or not? Well, no. you you say that this Gaius, he has harmed the heroes in one too many ways. He's allowed. He's twisted the minds of so many people. He's put it this way, he's staunch opposition, he's working for the enemy. And I see no trouble in it. It's another move in the great chess game that is this war against the Titans. Okay. Whether it benefits a third party or not. <clears throat> the only problem is, how do we get out without being arrested? We can figure that out ourselves. If it's, it's too dangerous, then we're not doing it. That'll look like a really good accident. Ah, well, I'm assuming it's going to be in some sort of fight. I'm so a little bit... Too hard. I'll just say I didn't understand my strength. 
clobbered his head off. Well, it's much more embarrassing for him to uh, choke on his own vomit and or tongue in front of everyone, whilst I sit on him. But a champion <laughs> of, but a champion of Sidon dying to a demigod, the ones that he is, you know, opposed. Yes, Bigger the details out another not, time. It's not embarrassing, is it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to the to the guy with the ledger, Charlie. Okay, you approach. Um, so, just to show you what the guy with the ledger looks like. Mm. Where is he? Here we go. Uh, as you approach, you actually notice he's got a pretty interesting um, and unique look about him. Um, he seems to be an elf, first of all. But not just any elf, he seems to be a drow. Why has he got shades on? He is wearing shades as well. He looks very um. Do I know anything about Drow? John like. Uh, do you know anything about Drow? Um, you would know that, as far as you were aware, Drow didn't exist as one of the races on Thylia when you guys first journeyed here. Anything else? Not much. I mean, you're not really an expert when it comes to Drow. You're aware of the concept of drow elves. You know that they are subterranean elves that are very rarely seen or heard of. This is the first time you've ever seen a drow. This is probably the first time any of you have ever seen a drow. Well, I know that they're not fond of sunlight. Yeah. Okay. That's probably why they, they live underground. Yeah. I'm going to walk over and be like, apologies about the weather. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, how can I help you? And then he looks over like his glasses at all of you. I'm just going to smile at you. You're not the heroes of the prophecy now, are you? The very same. Well, I have to say it is a pleasure to meet all of you. Um, I am Achimedes. I am the, uh, the the head scholar and uh, archmage of the um, of the college here uh, in our fair city. Uh, I help oversee the, um, the games. I make sure that there's no, uh, shall we say, magical tampering going on. Oh, magic's not allowed in the games? Well, technically it is, but there's a couple of complex rules that we need to discuss. Uh, but first of all, are you thinking of joining? Of course. Any... Amazing. Yeah, any event we can compete in. Fantastic. Well, I, I would be glad to have you all as competitors. The heroes of the prophecy competing in this game. Astounding. Um, I should clarify, this is not a... Uh, there are some activities that are team-based, but for most of the time, you will be competing against each other. Is that okay with you all? Mm-hmm. I'm with me. Sure. <laughs> Wonderful. That's just how I like it. These uh, <laughs> these comp uh, games where we compete with each other aren't going to force us to fight each other, is it? Why? Are you scared? Uh Listen, um, there's different plans for, for the structuring of the games. I, I can tell you what the plans are for um, uh, for tomorrow, uh, if you wish to register. Uh, today is mostly going to be theatrics, uh, introducing the competitors, um, 
and uh, he kind of looks you all up and down, sort of to get a feel as to how weary you are. I don't know if you just arrived in town today, if you'd need some time to rest. Um, it would be good. Be needed. Okay, okay. Well, I can structure a few things around um, and have it so that we'll sort of delay the proceedings until tomorrow, but we'll keep the ceremonial aspects for today. Uh, um, yeah. But the plan then, in that case, for tomorrow would be uh, start off the morning with the sacrificial uh, dedication of the lions to um, to to the uh, to the sport of the great games. Uh, it'll start off with um, com competitional long jump, uh, followed by uh, endurance running, and then we round off. Um, the day with uh, what we like to call um, a god of the hill. Okay, so what does that entail? Oh, well, you can imagine we like to end things with uh, a bang, shall we say. It's um, a bit of a homage to the, the Colosseum games of old, which were all primarily quite, um, shall we say, blood sport related. Of course, nowadays we try to keep things a bit more competitive and, you know, a way to showcase one's athletic skills or the skills of acrobatics and such. But we like to include uh, an element of the, the history behind the games. And, well, there's a couple of different competitions that go to that nature, but primarily they involve fighting each other. This one... Um, God of the Hill uh, involves uh, there being a particular space in the Colosseum uh, and the winner is the person who can spend as much time in that space as possible. Okay. Sounds good. Fantastic. All of the above. Now, of course, um, there is a small entry fee. I would need five gold pieces from each um, uh, hopeful uh, entrant. Um, but, of course, there are prizes on offer. Uh, medals, in fact. Now, uh, you may wish to keep them for memory's sake, which you are more than welcome to do. Some of the people who compete for, um, uh, you know, th their profession, uh, they like to compete to, to sell them on. And you can see he takes out, like, a small uh, crate and opens it. Inside, you can see there are three medals. Uh, for each of the competitions, it is possible to... Uh, be rewarded with a medal, depending on where you come in the sport. Uh, for third place, you would be uh, in receipt of a gold medal, uh, or oh, sorry, a bronze medal, um, and he takes out the bronze medal. Uh, this would be worth about 250 gold pieces. Um, second place, we have the um, uh, Mithril, no, Adamantine medal for uh, 500 gold pieces. And for first place, uh, you would then have the Mithril um, medal, which would be a thousand gold pieces. Okay. Sounds good. And of course, just bragging rights as well. Of course. And if you are the, the winner, if you have the most medals, at the end there's a, a special old prize for you. Uh, say, um, you're... And he's looking at you at this point, Gwen. You're the daughter of Pythor, right? I am. You know, uh, the, the games have a bit of a, a legend around them. Uh, they say that the, the five gods actually competed in the very first great games. 
And uh, good old Pythor, he, he won every single gold medal, so you have a bit of a reputation to live up to. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll do quite well in the long jump with uh, my short stature. My father is much oh, you taller never know. than me, but we'll give it a go. I'll slam five gold on the table. Fantastic. <laughs> he takes the gold. I'll also uh, just sign your name there for me, please. I'll, uh, I'll give you gold. I'll do the same. I have a question for you. Of course, ask away. Uh, oh. I can give you the rules as well, if you wish. Oh yes, of course, that would be great. But um, my main question is: Would our presence in your opening ceremony potentially be of any good benefit to yourself? It would be required, actually. I would need you all there. You are going to be contestants. Well, Assuming you sign up. There goes my um, bargaining chip, and I give him five gold. <laughs> and sign these later. Um, it is worth mentioning. Uh, I mentioned before about the, the, the point on, um, on magic. Of course, uh, we decided that um, long ago, trying to stop magical interference in the great games is pointless. Um, you see, it's not just citizens of Mitros that partake, but in fact... Um, all of the, the, the surrounding um, factions and, and, uh, and kingdoms wish to partake. It's, it's almost a bit of a moment of pride for them to, to demonstrate their superiority over their neighbors. Um, magical intervention happened, unfortunately. It was a reality. So we decided that rather than ban it, we make it adhere to rules. Each contestant is able to choose a partner to magically augment them. Um, and this partner is allowed to use any magic available to them. Um, just so long as uh, it's just them, you know, we're not letting them cast spells on, on uh, opponents or anything like that. You have free will to just cast whatever spells you wish on your, uh, on your, on your chosen ally. Can you not cast them on yourself? I look and smile at everyone in the uh, group. No, actually. No, it is only your partner. Uh, well, no, of course... If you want to use magic of your own, of course, you can use that. That's That goes without saying. If your mm -hmm. skill set is magic, it makes sense for you to use that. As, a, as an archmage, I can tell you that well enough. Um, of course, there are sometimes rules that forbid outside um, usage of things, such as uh, there's, there's the wrestling tournament as well, which uh, that forbids any sort of magic interference uh, of, of the, the wrestler. But... In any competition, you are allowed to designate a partner who can cast any spells on you. But if a partner targets anyone but their chosen athlete, they are immediately disqualified, as well as the uh, athlete that they were aiding. It sounds fair to me. To everyone? Good. Yep. When do we have to declare the partner? Uh, as part of signing up. Who wants me? I'll take you, Orion. First come, first served. Here we go. Fantastic. Wow. I see teams are already starting to form. I like it. I, I slap Aranak on the butt as I go by. Gwendolyn, uh, would you like uh, some assistance from another dwarf? I can handle myself. No, I require <laughs> no assistance. I'd rather. Oh, I'll take you. Um, are there... Uh, the partners for the um what about the um god of the hill well that's entirely your own choice you can either take part yourself or choose to assist someone else 
What it's about... not a requirement by all means. You don't need to have a partner. What about gear? Our weapons, stuff like that. Do we get to use our own? Of course. <laughs> Delightful. I think some of us might not partake in every event. Are we able to that share is, partners across choice. events? Of course. That is that is your choice. Um, all I would say is, you know, if you have a vested interest in winning, make sure you consider that. Um, no. Remember, it's not just um, before the events. It is during the events as well. So I say this because if you were to ever have one partner assisting two athletes that are opposing each other, of course, that would not be allowed. No, no. I mean, like... <clears throat> Let's say I compete in, I don't know, the long event one, and Gwen competes in event two, but Orion wants to help us in both those events, he can do that. That would be perfectly fine. That's an agreement <laughs> to be made between you. Okay. Just so long as you stick to the rules I set, I have no issues. I um... hope everyone. Uh, by the way, I don't mind if nobody can. But I don't have the money to compete, so if anyone has five gold to oh, spot, well then, I will give five gold to Alarala. Okay. And uh, then I will, I will put, I will look towards Pavel, um, give him a nod, put five gold down, and both, write both our names. Uh, ten gold, sorry. Ten gold. Okay. <clears throat> right. Well, you got here just in time. The uh, entrance ceremony is due to commence in ten minutes. So, uh, you hurry want? on up, go past. And he motions for you to head down the, the tunnel. Do so. I head first. Try no, I head first. Everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we well, first. <laughs> no, sorry, what are we doing? The competition begins now. <laughs> the deck roll on that. You can get in front. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you head through the tunnel and you're inside a fairly dark room where you can see at the far end is what looks to be a large metal um, portcullis. Oh, jeez. Um, and you can see like there's uh, rays of light shining through the gaps in the portcullis, which make you think that it's you know the 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 center of um, of the the the, the, the Colosseum, shall we say? Uh, technically, this place is called Vulcan Stadium. By the way, I should have mentioned. Um, the room that you've come into is really smoky to the point that as soon as you step inside you actually can't really see each other anymore you can just hear each other as you step into the room and just like the the, the, sh uh, the, the rays of light shining through into the room from the center how much of that smoke can I suck up in my trunk I mean a little bit and then you start coughing <laughs> hotboxed <laughs> Um, okay. So, at this point, drums begin to sound in the center of the Colosseum. And you hear a voice. Citizens of Mitros and beyond, I welcome you all to this year's Great Games. And, you know, at that point, there's like a massive, like, roar, a cheer. 
Is that Gaius? No, it's not Gaius. <laughs> it just sounds like it was. Like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a very similar voice to Gaius. It's, it's, the, it's the mage from before. Today, we have some last-minute entries into the, uh, into the tournament. And I'd like to introduce them all to you now. Uh, is he cast Thaumaturgy to boom his voice across he, the stage? He is, actually, it seems like, yeah. Uh, like a Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, at this point, you hear a voice. You're not sure who says this to you, but someone says, you're up, go on. And the portcullis begins to raise. All of us? All of you. Okay, I'll I will, walk out. I will, uh, Walk out, not waving my hands. Not... Um, mm. Hold on. Ah, Pete's put away on my spells. So, who goes first? Well, I don't Pete. see. I don't have any vision. If I'm meant to, Pete, like let's a, roll. Yeah, you don't see anything Pete. yet. Okay. Pete, let's roll on it, mate. Highs or lows? <laughs> or, or we rolled in, or should we just roll initiative to see who goes first? Sure, if you want to do initiative, that's fine. Oh, I can't because no, no, is it? No, just just roll it normally. One d twenty plus dex. Just roll a dexterity check. Yeah, but I get to I get advantage on these. Well, just roll the dexterity check with advantage. Dexterity check. Looks like I'm going first, buddy. <laughs> Even with advantage, Aranak just fucking hauls ass and gets past you. He's got he's got bigger legs. I get shot, I get peppered with arrows. It's a trap. <laughs> um, one of the legendary heroes of the prophecy themselves. A wince. <laughs> Aradak. With that, you step into the Colosseum, Aradak. You I can don't describe really... how you enter if you wish. I'll, I'll exit into the into the center of the stadium i sort of just look around like that and i don't really don't really do anything i'll I, I just sort of stick a thumb up and nod to the, towards the crowd in a few places uh, and sort of walk towards the middle you would recognize a few people uh standing in what looks to be sort of like the um the box for important people is that the oracle that is the oracle oh, uh, she no. catches my she catches my eye and you catch hers, apparently. It's awkward. Yeah. Uh, you also see King Acastus, his wife, Queen Valus, and... I can't Gaius. see this, there's, there's, uh, uh, these, these are blocking the light. Okay, you'd see... Well, Gaius would actually step forward a little bit to also be watching, so... Uh, you would also see Gaius is there as well. I'll step forward to the... Alright. As I get towards, Following. as I get to the center, I'll just go. <laughs> well, I'll raise my hand. Huge in the cheers come up from the crowd at this point. Um, you know they're fucking thrilled. Not only is it the great games that are actually going to happen now. You know the the floor is still slightly wet from the hurricane that was happening this morning. The heroes of the prophecy themselves, or at least one of them, is taking part as well. Following shortly behind. Daughter of Pythor himself, the original victor of the great games, 
Gwendolyn. And with that, you step into the ring. Oh, like throw the hammer up and catch it. Showboat a little bit. Wrong with a performance in. check. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, guidance? Maybe? No, no guidance. <laughs> oh, could have been so good. That's, that's, that's persuade. I, I put performance. Oh, is what performance. I be. Oh, I can't even oh. read. You have you have me at the four. Mm. Head, flat head. <laughs> you, it's like a, you throw it up, and like you you stumble it, but you catch it a second later, and you're like, I don't think anyone noticed that. But there's cheers abound to that as well. Everyone's fucking screaming their like, heads off at this point. I'll just take like a zigzag down, just like okay, ushering the crowd up. <laughs> uh, who follows in after them? Oh, well. and I'll take one step in front of Aaron. <laughs> I'll just yeah. shake my head at you. <laughs> uh, at this point, you then hear well, a relatively unknown companion to the heroes. I would but like according to, to... Jane Ep. <laughs> okay. A giant No, I think it's just, it's an, just ape. an ape. It's just an ape. Yeah. Giant yeah. ape just bounds out King Kong. Uh, the one they call. How would you have written yourself in the ledger, by the way? Um, it would have just been Orion. Orion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Company to the heroes of the prophecy themselves, Orion. <laughs> And then you just watch as a fucking ape comes bounding out of the fucking cage area. Doesn't do anything particularly fancy. He just comes and walks out like a steady pace and starts to <laughs> sprint towards the heroes. <laughs> and just serves them about like to crash into them. I will turn back into my Loxodon form and then just sort of like kid on the dance floor, like kid on the dance floor, slide in behind them. Yeah, slide cancel. <laughs> yeah. Roll me a performance check, but we're with uh, with advantage. I would also like to blast my uh, trunk as a trumpet to them sliding. He's like, what? uh, Come on, baby. Seventeen. With that, even though you're relatively unknown to the to the crowd. They go crazy for you. They love it. They love the entrance. People start shouting, Orion! Orion! Oh, they, yeah. They're getting more cheer than the two actual heroes themselves. <laughs> um, who follows in next? Um, I guess I will uh, <clears throat> I will head in uh, with Pavel. Okay. Uh, so... From what I hear, the two newest companions to the heroes, we have Dalmir and Pavel. At this point, the two of you step inside. <laughs> uh, uh, even though I'm smaller than Pavel, I'm going to sort of like grab his hand and raise it up like a ref would. It's like a... You do it, you raise it up. He's kind of just doing like a horizontal <laughs> arm because of how you're shorter than him. Um, I'm gonna start booing <laughs> as the as he enters and try and get the crowd to do the same. 
Okay. <laughs> roll me a persuasion check, uh, and I will say uh, you can roll me a performance check um, with advantage for me, Trick. Advantage. That's a, that's a 13. Oh, he's going to beat it regardless with a 13, yeah. Despite the attempts of Gwendolyn to sabotage your, your view in front of the crowd, um, people start cheering for you as well. They seem to be really keen to see what these newcomers have to offer. Uh, it's weird. It seems like everyone's cheering more for the companions of the heroes than the heroes themselves. <laughs> we have to deal with the bullshit, man. <laughs> uh, and then I'm guessing uh, it's going to be yourself that comes in last. I will. I'll take the rear. And last of the company of the heroes, an elf from foreign shores, Alorala. Did I say that right? Yeah! Got it under his breath. I just slowly... Cheer really loudly, Shin. <laughs> I just slowly, like, putter in and sort of do a really awkward... There she is. It's green. She's I'm mean. I'm here at the top of my She's voice. She's a killing machine. Hey, hello. Thank you. Get to the front um... as I slowly walk forward. Do a, do a really awkward bow towards the box. Amazing. Um... Okay, at this point, you know, the, the crowd, they, they love it. They can see that the heroes are apparently cheering for you as well. The crowd are, the crowd are loving it. So, you've seen the heroes now and I've their companions. The now, for your regularly scheduled athletes. From the kingdom of Aresia. Famed across Thylia for his accomplishments in the previous games. You citizens of Mitro seem to hate him. Sigh! Sigh. Oh, Point. A dude steps in. Um, He's ugly. He seems to be wearing, you know, gladiatorial armor. Um... Doesn't seem to be from Mitro's based on how he looks. Uh, you know, he seems to be... Slightly different looking uh, from foreign shores, it would seem. Um, everyone's fucking booing him. They hate him for whatever reason. They don't seem to like him. Um, and he just sort of like spreads his arms wide, just like, you know, looks around at the crowd, just like shrugging, like he doesn't care what's going on. Steps into the center. Ah, fresh faces. Maybe you'll provide a challenge for me this year, eh? Um, sure. <laughs> At your ass, we will. <laughs> this That's guy is the challenge, and I gesture towards Pavel. Um, whilst he's sort of facing away from me, and whenever he's like not looking directly towards me, I'm gonna mm -hmm. try and do like the old like cliche two fingers behind like his head <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand check. Who's this on? Beyond the new, uh, guy. The new guy that's just come in. Uh, he seems to duck out of the way of your hand and actually sort of takes it in such a way in his own wrist that it seems like you're now raising his hand up and people are booing him and you. Spit on him. <laughs> Jesus. You spit on him? 
Yeah, I spit on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like right in his face, man. When he looks at me, just along. He he ducks out of the way of it in such a way that he's actually giving a bow at the same time. This dude, he's a showman. Um. Next, representing Astoria. An older competitor with a dozen games under his belt at this point. You all know him. Igan. This oh, yeah, point, hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, you see, uh, uh, someone, you know, you can't really see his face because of the helmet that's covering his head. Um, but he has sort of the stature of like an older guy, but by no means does he look like weakened by that. He's got what I would probably describe best as, like, old man strength, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Distinguished um, military man. Yeah, exactly. He he walks in, stoic, doesn't seem to be doing any sort of showmanship until he gets to sort of the center of the ring, where he sort of um, looks up at Acastus and bows. And then sort of just comes to stand by the rest of you. Doesn't say, any, doesn't say a word to any of you. Bootlicker. Where is he from again? Astoria. Astoria, yeah. Did we hear any stories about a man? No. Again. <laughs> a man called Again. Next. A famed bard, also from Astoria. Polana. Oh. They're dead. <laughs> um, so, you would see as she enters the ring doesn't really seem to be dressed for like athletics in any way uh but she she sort of like you know is being very you know showboaty to um the crowds you would notice like you hear the high-pitched screams of what sound like a group of adoring like teenage fans in one section of the stadium their shrill screams are louder than anything any of you guys have heard up until this point in the in the arena that she's got what sounds like a very dedicated loyal fan base where whereabouts in the stadium are they uh sort of around this side like on the eastern part i will point the hammer at that side and just start gesture to you just threatened a bunch of children Thanks. <laughs> it's fine. Fucking, fucking sacrificed at this point um she sort of like blows a kiss to them and they, they're freaking out about it. They love it. They don't even pay any attention to you, Pete. Do they pass out from the... No, no, they're just they're just they they seem to be like screaming to the point of their voices going hoarse. Oh, yeah, but then they... I loose the hammer. <laughs> blew a kiss, mate. I thought they blew oh my god. Any chance um, that this is Normio? To... Huh? Is there any chance this is Normio after his corpse was found by a druid who cast reincarnate on it? <laughs> Uh, Imagine. Uh, she comes to stand right next to you, Alarella, and she leans in and says, "It's good to see that there's no longer just one pretty face in this competition." Thanks. I guess hey, oh. you think I'm pretty. <laughs> she gives you a wink. Um. Next, from the Queen's personal guard, for the first time in the history of the games. One of the Amazonians. Patria. Oh, that was close. Um, almost, almost Dale, got. Dale. Almost, Dale. almost oh, got. Oh, my ears perked up then, mate. You would see uh, a woman enter the arena 
fucking like six foot five, pure Amazonian. muscle. Amazonian. Um, she seems to be very stoic, sort of similar to the older guy, but also looking around with a bit of a confused face. Um, she sort of just gives like the king a nod and just walks to the center of the arena. Now, uh, at this point, the, the wizard was about to introduce, uh, but then you hear a voice, Allow me, representative of the Order of Sidon itself, personal champion of mine, we have the esteemed George. At which point, um... George? <laughs> <laughs> You that was so anti climactic. Bob. <laughs> Look at it. Come he's like, mate, he's like in, in every in every single like medieval comedy, whether it's cartoon or live action, there's a character that looks like that, and he's always this showboaty and he gets crushed by the dragon first. Mm. You can see that's he walks what he looks in like. and he's like waving, doing like a very like a you know, like a regal wave, he's blowing kisses. There are some cheers, but there's also just sort of like boos as well. I join him with the boos. George. Uh, he walks in. And he just sort of like looks at the group of the heroes. And just kind of goes like... <laughs> just like waves his hand at you. And then walks over to here. Gwen's hunting him down. <laughs> Gwen just follows him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he leans over to you. Uh, can I help you, little one? I'm smashing your face first. <laughs> if you can reach it. <laughs> um, I have temptation to throw the hammer at his face. There's <laughs> this. Wait for the game. At this games. point, the, the wizard starts speaking again. Um, <clears throat> right. Uh, back to me announcing now. Um, next up, we have. Um, one of the, the favorites of the games. Champion of Mitros. I believe at this point it's seven year golden medal winner of the games. We have the esteemed, the famous Leyland. You see um, a guy enter the ring who is, you know, he My looks God. like a serious gladiator. Um, you know, he, he's wearing pretty, pretty geared out stuff. Um, you know, he's got a massive shield, um, a, a plume of like red feathers along his helmet. And, you know, he raises his spear on high and is sort of like just pumping a fist. He seems to be doing like a lot of showboating, but also seems quite effective at what he does. Doesn't say anything though. And just walks to the center of the, of the stadium. The armor of this boy, Charlie. Yeah. That's like right up behind it. What does it look like? What does it look like? As in, is it plate? Is it chain? Um, is it splint? Is it... It looks to be some sort of... You could call it some sort of like a... Breastplate is probably the closest thing to compare it to. 
Alright, but I'll cast magic on her compared to that way. Um, into trip. <laughs> next up, from the distant northern steppes, a unique competitor for this competition. For the first time, once again, a nymph. I am told his name is Pancras. At which point, someone else steps into the ring. Um, looks, you know, very Feywildy um, is the best way to describe him. My best man. Um, he steps into the ring, gives everyone a bow, and sort of moves like almost as if he's floating is the best way to describe him. He bows, I'll bow back. Any plan? Yeah, I'll do the same. But I have I don't, any. I don't there. Is the is the appearance of uh, Fey anything to me? It's interesting. You've not seen a, a, no. a Fey creature since uh, you went into that grove to rescue your sister. All right. Yeah. yeah. And last but certainly not least. A champion you might remember from the games about five years ago now suffered a terrible injury to her spine, but has now apparently recovered enough that she can take part once again. We have Spyra, at which point Spyro. the last uh, competitor seemingly enters. Um, looks to be sort of like a, a female soldier of sorts. Um, walks in, uh, gives everyone like a, you know, a, a raised arm up high. Um, and gives you all sort of like a, a nod of the head before stepping into the center of the arena. Ooh. There's a fair few. And with that, you have seen the competitors for this year's games. Come back tomorrow, and the events will begin. And, you know, cheers at this point are, and claps are at an all-time high. Everyone is fucking hyped for these games, it seems like. But wait, you hear a voice shout out. There's more. It's the wizards. <laughs> now, what sort of games would these be if they didn't come with a twist? We told our competitors that the first events would begin tomorrow. Oh, fuck. They do not. They begin now. The ground begins to rumble. There we go. <laughs> um... As at this point, something begins to emerge from the center. Aronek's going to get his axe out. Me. I have fully defensive position. <laughs> um, something in the center seems to be rising up. What, what are you guys doing? Would you move out of the way of it? Yeah, uh, if yeah. the ground move isn't out. rising. Yeah. I will step back. Can we freely yeah. move or what? Rising well, up. give me a moment. When you think rising up, is it sort of like it's giving the vibe of a structure that's rising, so it's just one solid thing? Yeah, in a it seems like something or is rising up. Yeah, is it more of like a creature's kind of movement where it's sort of it looks like, like something is emerging more... from the sand, like something solid and big? Yeah, it's vertical, right? As well, yeah, yeah, vertical. Solid okay, I'm gonna say that on it, a platform, okay. Uh, with that, as you stay stood on it. You take 83 points of damage. Roll me, uh, acrobatic shakes, D. None. 
I did not expect this. Hmm? 16. Big. You stay standing. As at this point. I'm still standing. Whoa. Okay. Where's the... The God of the Hill begins now? in one minute, heroes. You have this time to prepare. Ooh. At this point, he also shouts down to you all. Sorry I didn't say this sooner, but um, there's actually no partners on these particular events. Every man for himself. Thanks for listening to the Lich Lounge podcast. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel and Spotify for the latest episodes and make sure you check out our Twitter at the Lich Lounge for updates on upcoming content.